we we always do that whenever before our show whenever we do it we always talk and it's like oh maybe we should talk about it on the show so yeah um yeah all right anyway uh i guess we could start it off what's up welcome to the 16th episode of landing on lansdowne 16 chris Isn't you know that no i don't i don't dude i forgot how to count i don't know how to act we're a 500 baseball team coming off um, a sweep on the west coast no well yeah no no no. yeah you're right you're right you're right, you're right. but like dude i really i really don't know how to act i don't i don't know what to do look I, i'm drinking wine right now dude this is bad <laughs> it's really bad Oakland and swept the a's in front of their 10 fans i know that's just depressing that they need to move that team to Vegas. They need to move. They just need to move. But that <laughs> Vegas. They're yeah, triple team in Vegas. Just take their stadium. I yeah, I know. And that stadium's so sick. It could be a major league field easily. Like literally just renovate it and put more seats in. Yeah, I don't get it. But we're not we're not an Oakland A's podcast. Mm-hmm. We're a motherfucking Red Sox podcast, home of your 2022 in playoff contention. Boston Red Sox playoff spot. We have a playoff, playoff spot. spot. Not even contention. We have a fucking spot. And dude, honestly, I think it's gonna stay that way the entire year. Kind of like I hope so. We get we gotta win this series versus Anaheim. Yeah, yeah I mean, I mean, what a great time to have them after losing eleven in a row. Oh, I know. So hopefully we could just feast on them. We got a they got Syndergaard going tonight. We have um, who's going tonight for us? I honestly don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. I can't stay um, up this late with these West Coast uh, games. Yeah. Oh, it started. <laughs> it's the game's going on right now. We're doing a live episode, ladies and folks. Michael Walker starting. Michael Walker starting. All right. So, Syndergaard versus Walker. But this episode is actually very special because we have my super talented, amazing uh, teammate who's going to be on the pod. And he is the. I think the main photographer, if not, they're all super talented. But Brian Simmons Hayes, he is the photographer for the Woo Sox. So it's going to be kind of cool to see his input later in the episode about like who he talks to, like how he got the job, his story of being there. It's going to be cool to get like behind the scenes of the Woo Sox because we are a whole Red Sox podcast. We don't only talk about the Red Sox, we talk about the Woo Sox, Salem, the drive, everyone. So it's going to be pretty cool to get his input, and I can't wait for that interview later in the episode. But for now, we're going to have a little rundown of what happened over the weekend. Dude, not much, like, besides us just going off and finally becoming 500, since our last episode, it was only four games, right? Something games. like that, but... Yeah, it was, it was, I feel like it was pretty fast. Like, it kind of came out of nowhere. This. Franchi Cordero has caught fire at the plate. <sighs> I like I'm happy, but I feel like a complete dick because last year and even this year, I did nothing but moan and groan whenever I heard well, the yeah, name because Cordero. Last year, Andrew Benintendi won a gold glove and we got Franchi Cordero who wound up getting DFA'd. He was that bad. But you know what? It finally it might have finally clicked for him. He uh he's figuring it the fuck out, as I like to say. Thank yeah, God. but you want to just go game from game to game, or just? Uh, it's up to you. You're <laughs> Devin's the one I'm in the charge of the guy? rundown today. Well, you um, are the stack guy. But anyway, we got we got to see Jaron Duran this series, or actually, let, let's just start the first game. Nate Eovaldi pitched his ass off. 
He always does. Great. Besides that one game where he gave up five bombs. But hey. Okay, went six innings, zero runs, AKs, one strike, one walk. Tyler Danish. Low key becoming a stable part of this bullpen, which is kind of scary. Especially from last year. Yeah, and then Strom and Schreiber pitched well. Brazier pitched a scoreless inning. Not gonna complain about that game. We just started off the series with a bang. Yeah. And then uh the second game. Jaron Duran let off, went two for five. He he's a spark plug that this team need, like desperately needs, I think. Well, because he has the skills to be an amazing player, but he just never kept up. Well, I mean, speaking of not being kept up, they sent him back down. Well, because uh, Bradley uh, came back from paternity leave. Oh, okay. That's why he came up. He came up because uh, Bradley has a new kid. Congrats to him and his family. Congrats to JBJ. Um, But, yeah, that's why he came up and went two for five. Um, Yeah, I mean – the second game, Verdugo, Verdugo, Story, and Duran were like the main guys. Verdugo went three for five. You know he's starting to his balls are starting to fall. He's starting to look better at the plate. Starting, starting from the weight room. Has he put one out yet since then? No, yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. But Story had a couple of doubles. I mean, the team looks great. Nick Pavetta, he has taken that next step to be the mid rotate mid uh, middle of the rotation type middle guy. Of rotation. Yeah, I mean, he, he always was, but now he's, like, kind of securing it as we speak. Yeah, I mean, his ERA is down to 350 from what it that's was good. in April. That's insane. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, man, he's just fun to watch pitch. His energy out there, he just goes out there and just, like, is in complete control the whole time. Yeah. And then um, the game yesterday, we won 5-2, to two, completing the sweep. Devers, two for three. Uh, Franchi had that bomb. Rich Hill went six innings, one earned. Schreiber pitched great. Danish pitched great. Brazier allowed a run. What's new? Yeah. But let's talk about Xander for a second. Do you want to hit on that? or What about Xander, Devin? What, there's, there's so much to say about him, but what specifically do you want to talk about this time? Most starts as short in Red Sox history. That's pretty impressive. That is impressive. Honestly, that kind of shocked me. I just, I don't know. I didn't really expect I can't think of, like, great Yankee shorts or Yankee Jeter. When I think of great shortstops, I think of Derek Jeter. Yeah, I know. I know. Everyone does. But, uh, dude, he's been with this club since 2013. I know. It doesn't – it but just doesn't the- feel long, bro. Like, yeah, I mean, I'm just getting old. I think it's getting to that point where – the Red Sox are realizing how valuable, like yeah. they always known, but it's getting to the point where it's like, oh wow, he has that many starts. Like, like yeah, it kind of just. I think this is like gonna be like where, it, oh, damn, like we didn't realize there's this like, this yeah. So let's 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 just talk about that real quick because I was on TikTok and this one dude who goes down like Bleacher Report baseball article who's saying like players who are gonna get like what, 20 million or $200 million contract, something like that. And in that list, there was both Xander Bogarts and Raphael Devers. And that just had me thinking, dude, like, what the hell are we going to do? What are we going to do? Hey, you're forgetting the rest of them. 
JD, Evaldi. Yeah, but I really, I really just want to focus right now on Xander and Devers because the thing is, they're both going to be two hundred million dollar players. Like they're both going to get max contracts. They're both going to be like insane. You know, a team's going to offer it to them, but it's not like the Red Sox can offer two max contracts with the one they already gave to Trevor Story. There is a way. What is the Bloom way? is very creative. You could front load one and back load another. Okay. All right. Maybe like since Xander's a little older, you older kind of front load. Front load it. And then Devers, you're like you're gonna go for more years, maybe you can back load it. Yeah. Something like that. I don't okay. know, but you're they're gonna to have to get creative. Right. I mean, I, I personally didn't know that was an option. Um, I still, I don't know, dude, I don't think that's really like feasible because both those players are going to want a ton of money. I feel like Bogart though is the type of guy to like, you know, take a pay cut to stand the Red He Sox. already did that though. I, but I feel like he would, I feel like he would do it again, but I don't know if Devers would though. That's the thing. I don't think Devers would. I wouldn't blame either of them if they didn't. I mean, obviously, you only got yeah, so many years to make your money in baseball. That is true, and I mean, like, this is going to be their year to make all their money. Mm-hmm. So uh, I don't know. I think you guys should want to get creative. But also, <laughs> the David Price money comes off the books. Maybe we're still paying Manny Ramirez, right? I think so, but that's kind of worth it. Yeah, no, it definitely is. He got to talk to the Red Sox Hall of Fame, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm not complaining about that one. If he came and didn't do anything we never won a championship with him okay then we're complaining but yeah we, we won no. a couple championships with him yeah exactly and that's all that all, all that matters is that yeah. 2004 2007 trophies and yeah it is worth the money that we're paying right now so yeah. hey, at least at least there's a decision unlike bobby bonilla and the mets dude oh i know like damn good thing we don't have one of those that's tough but honestly dude in that situation with bogart's endeavors <laughs> when we sucked because you know the red sox don't suck anymore you know we're a pretty legit team we have a yeah. playoff spot we're about to win the whole world series because we're going to go in the playoffs and beat whoever team we're playing so um i was going to make a very very hot take they're going to ship we off. were seven games under five or under 500 i was saying we should trade xander bogarts that was my hot take back then yeah, that's that's an extremely hot take right now and since we are 500. Exactly. So it's kind of crazy how, like, a couple of weeks ago, if I was kind of like one of those dudes that just made changes instantly, like, yo, bang the season out, screw it, blow it all up, we wouldn't have Xander Bogarts right now. No. And There's I'm very glad. We have a problem. I think the streets of Boston would be on fire. I, I think they would, but not so much on fire because they did sign Trevor Story. Yeah, but it's not the same. I know it's, it's not the same. Are very emotional with like attachments to players. Well, I mean, yeah, fucking movie bets. I'm still upset about that shit. Yeah, I am too. But <laughs> I have two Mookie Betts jerseys, bro. I don't have any jerseys. It'd be different if Verdugo is like hitting 290. I mean, yeah, but Connor Mookie Wong was like an too. everyday player in G. And Jeter Downs wasn't hitting like 200 in AAA. I know. I, I don't know what happened to Jeter Downs, but I seriously think if we go back to that scenario, gun to your head, Devers or Bogarts right now. Both. Right now. 
both. You can't. No, you can't. You're going to die if you choose both. You're dead. You're dead. Devin, you are dead. I find a way to make it happen. You can't. You're dead. You already got shot. I'm telling you, they're going to let Eovaldi walk, and they're also going to use that money for it. I think letting Eovaldi walk is probably the worst thing you can do. I'm telling you, that's what's going to – they're going to let Eovaldi and Vasquez walk. They're going to – I want them to trade for Sean Murphy, Oakland's catcher. You love Sean Murphy. You've been saying that the entire season. Dude, like, he's, he's, he's so good behind the plate, and I can't stand – like, I think Vasquez is a good catcher. Vasquez he's, raking, bro. He's raking right now. But, my God, the way he catches is infuriating. Really? I mean, you you obviously know a lot more because you are an actual okay, catcher. Okay, look at him versus, like, Jose Trevino on the Yankees. Just, like, how they receive the ball. Vasquez looks like he's, like, so stiff and, like, not so sure about which way the ball's going. And then, like, Trevino is just, like, receiving it like a marshmallow almost. I mean, I couldn't tell you what he looks like because I, honest to God, only watch Red Sox games. <laughs> Hold on. I'm all... You know what? If I get fancy with the editing, I'll put a video of the two right here while we're talking over it. Well, Which... I'm, not, I'm just throwing uh, Trevino out there as, like, a comparison because I know he's, like, one of the top receivers. Okay, wait. What does a baseball savant all that stuff say about stealing strikes between the two? That's what I'm trying to pull up. Oh, uh, okay. Stuff. I thought you – yeah, I thought you were pulling up the uh, stat. I'm trying to. The, yeah. Oh, the webpage is not responding. That's nice. Oh my god, I hate this computer. Devin, you're still you still didn't answer my question, by the way, buddy. About what? Devers or Bogarts? There's a gun to your head, dude. Devers. He's I younger. Agree. I completely agree. I completely agree. All right, cool. Baseball savant just not working. I don't think so. This is so weird. Moving on. All right, moving on. What are we moving on to? Something. Something. Um, how do we feel about this Angel series? Um, you, you know, I did say coming in, like in the beginning of the episode, I was like, oh, great time to face me. You know, lost 11 straight. They lost 11 straight, dude. Not I can't like, believe that. It's not like they're going to lose like 15 straight. You know what I mean? Like a team like that, like no shot they lose. It's Angels. It's Angels, but there's no shot they lose 15 straight, bro. It's absolutely crazy. Like, they're going to have – I don't know. I feel like they're going to sneak one against us. No, definitely. I, I They're not going to lose 15 straight. They're not. Okay, I, I finally got it. Hey, Put this Devin in perspective. Kevin Ploiecki is a better receiver than Christian Vasquez. By stolen strikes. So, Ploiecki is a 25th ranked receiver in baseball right now. And our starter – Hold on. Is 47. That's a very far drop. Yeah. Who's, not, who's number one? Jonah Heim of the Texas Rangers. Ooh, His strike rate is 51%. And for comparison, uh, where's Christian Vasquez is 44.8% with one with uh one negative or negative one catcher framing runs, and Plowecki has positive one framing runs. Damn, bro. Yeah, yeah so Plowacki's doing it behind the plate. I mean. how much? But, okay, so you put that into, like, I don't know, an average of all the stats that he does, like hitting, 
fielding, all that. Do you think it makes that big of a difference? Have you noticed that pitchers don't throw well to Vasquez, though? Like, Iavoldi does not throw to Vasquez. I thought he does. I thought they were boys. Who am I thinking of that they were Pulawecki only – Iavoldi exclusively throws to Pulawecki and Connor Wong. And who is it before that Sale only threw to Sandy Leone? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like, the ace just never throws to Vasquez. You notice that? I I just noticed it right now. I didn't really notice that you told me. Yeah, because I've noticed that the only time Plowecki plays, he plays once a week, and it's when Nate throws. I yeah, okay, wow, that makes sense. I did not notice that. Honestly, yeah. honestly I just God, sent dude. you like the baseball or like framing, and it's like actually interesting to see how many like pitches they uh that are out of the zone that they uh, turn into strikes by quadrant and like the percentages of them. This MLB Savant stat cast is everything is just absurd, dude. Dude, whoever created this website, genius. I would love to meet them. Absolute genius. Dude, they're definitely getting underpaid, bro. Well, they all probably work for Major League Baseball now. They're still probably getting like stupid underpaid, though. Oh, I know. Boston's up one nothing versus the Angels right now. That's good. Christian Vasquez singled. So as I'm talking shit about him. I know that's always how it happens with this fucking team. Like last year, like I was talking shit about Franchi. Now I guess he's uh, God's greatest gift uh, to baseball. So, yeah. Well, I think we're going to be fine this series. I think it's going to be good. I think we're going to have. Yeah, and we got Waka going, and Waka's just been great this year. Waka's been great, dude. We got to re sign him too. Is he coming up as well? He's a one year deal. (sighs) Ah. This offseason, we're going to have a lot and lot of interesting on the, episodes. On the bright side, the Red Sox have a very good uh, pitching rotation in Worcester. They have just a good team in Worcester, bro. People want to go see that team. They have a very good rotation between Crawford, Bayo, uh, Brandon Walter, Josh Winkowski, Connor Siebel when he's healthy, Brian Mata when he comes back, and Frank uh, Herman has been unhittable out of the pen. They got they got a lot of good arms down there that are definitely going to help this team down the stretch. And Zach Kelly, who follows us on Twitter. And, and Saramora. What? Saramora is down there. I thought he was back up. Oh, he did? I don't know. I was yeah, he's back up. Oh, but, dude, the guy to watch for is Zach Kelly in AAA. Fan of the show? He does follow us. Fan of the show. The Twitter run by the this Twitter page, at least. I know. you're. But, um, the Twitter page is our best thing, though. Uh, he's a 314 ERA or a 295 ERA this year in 20 games with 31 strikeouts. That's pretty damn good. Yeah, dude, he's definitely going to help. Speaking of the Twitter page, for some odd reason, Franchi's home run is, like, our most, like, viewed tweet in the past two months well because everyone was probably like wait franchi hitting a home run what yeah. now it's like every single day i swear to god that dude's hitting a home run oh i know i guess Crazy. i guess he's the greatest player of all time yeah but i guess that uh that worcester transition right there it was a good uh segue into our interview yeah. that we got coming up right here and laying lands down so uh got anything else Dev? i think we're good let's transition to all right the interview
So here's our interview with my boy, Brian Simmons Hayes, greatest photographer, great dude. You guys love him. So thanks for listening and we will catch you guys next time. (laughs) What's up, everybody? I got uh, one of the most greatest photographers I've ever seen in my life. Um, What else does he do? He's a sidearm pitcher. Um, And what, you know what, Simsy, how about you introduce yourself to everybody real quick? Uh, what up? What up? Uh, this is Simsy. My, my real name's Brian. Uh, former Emerson baseball relief pitcher. Go Lions. Don't look up my stats. Don't look up my stats. Uh, and then, you know, uh, current social media manager for uh, the Woo Sox, the AAA. Oh, wait, you're the, whole, you're the whole social media manager? Yeah. Dude, I thought you were just a photographer. No, I run the whole social media, bro. Oh my god! Wow, damn, dude. I'm bigger than I'm bigger than photographer now. What? Have you had that always, or did you just get that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last year I was doing social media. That's what I was doing first, and then I wasn't even supposed to be a photographer. I started bringing my camera, and I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna do both because I want to. Fuck it. Fuck it. So you do all the social media. You did the um, year. Uh, year review or what is that called season preview season preview yeah 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 i made the player program that's like a big thing uh it's like a basically like the yearbook for the team where they you know obviously all the players and then coaches in the front office and then they like to throw in a whole bunch of other stuff uh like the community stuff that the woosox do and then things about the stadium because it's brand new ballpark and then uh you know, any other things that they got going on uh, just regarding the organization? Yeah. So it's a lot, like 200 pages, so it kind of sucks to put together. But uh, Yeah, how long did it good. take you to put together? Uh, this year, it took two months of just grinding. Jeez. Uh, I, I was doing it there in baseball uh, in school. I saw, I saw you on the bus doing it, yeah. Yeah, it's fucking, it's a pain in the ass, but... Uh, it, whatever i mean once you get to hold it in your hands at, at the end of the day you know it feels really good so. yeah and Cass is taking a picture of that too that was pretty sick to see yeah yeah i got tristan to hold it up for me uh, <laughs> he was pretty awkward when he did he didn't know what to do i was like just flip through it bro just, just pretend like you're reading it and then he like actually started to read it though and i was like all right uh, he's like, yeah Dude, that was pretty cool <laughs> all right so i just my first question off is uh How'd you even get the job in the first place? I know you told me, I remember our conversation, but for our viewers out there, if they want to know, if they want to be like you one day, Mr. Simsey. Yeah, uh, I got, well, we got way back. I started with the organization in high school. Um, My senior year uh, in high school, I needed a senior project and we had to do internships for it. And uh, I knew I was going to Emerson. And when I toured Emerson, I had met Dr. Charles Steinberg and he's the president of at the time, the Paw Sox, the Pateka Red Sox. Uh, I'd met him, told him, I want to come to Emerson. I want to do graphic design. I got his card. And uh, that was kind of that. And then, you know, skip ahead a couple months, uh, final bit of senior year in high school. And uh, I needed an internship. So I hit him up. Uh, and I didn't actually think he would give me an internship, honestly. But he yeah. responded and he, he said, sure. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so I, I was down in Pawtucket for like a month just doing uh, 
some social media, some photography, some videography, just kind of whatever they needed. Some mostly graphics though, and then some other just like random intern stuff. But so uh, I, was, ten... I did that a little bit, but yeah, that's how I started, and then uh, eventually uh, kind of snowballed into like a part-time job, and now it's basically full-time. So yeah, it's so sick. Can you take me through uh, your first day in Pawtucket? Like, how was that? Uh, I was pretty nervous because I, you know, you're like a high schooler and I, at the time the Paw Sox were like pretty big time for me because, you know, yeah. I grew up in like New England and I always knew about Paw Sox and it kind of felt like the big leagues in a way. Um, first day, they kind of just threw me in with like uh, this small group of dudes, uh, former Emerson baseball players really? uh, that were working in Pawtucket. Yeah. So this guy, Joe Jacobs, uh, he was uh, a recent graduate of the Emerson baseball team. And then there were uh, a few other members, Joe Palladino, uh, Max Wildstein, and Joe Cuccio. They were all Emerson baseball guys as well. So I was like, yeah. they're basically in charge of the production and like the social media. Uh, so it just worked out uh, that I was coming to Emerson and I was still on the fence playing baseball. And I talked to them while I was working with them at the same time. It just worked out really nicely. It was like the perfect fit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like just the craziest of things uh but yeah they kind of just threw me in they were like uh we need we do need like a new twitter cover banner and i was like oh, i can make something and i showed them like that, that i was like capable of making things and they were just like yeah have at it uh, a lot of creative oh, freedom and, uh, yeah what else other cool things oh dustin Bajoria was uh on a rehab assignment when i was there yeah, that was, so, that was actually, that was my next question. I was really like, who was like yeah. the first uh, big leaguer that you interacted with? Yeah, that was, that was probably the coolest part. So uh, 2018, Dustin Majora, was, his career was really winding down there, uh, coming yeah. to a close. Yeah. He was, you know, he was like barely even on the Red Sox that year, uh, but coming back from his knee stuff and everything. But he was in Pawtucket. Uh, and the one memory I have uh well first i remember doing my graphics just sitting there and then seeing him like taking ground balls just like practicing uh, on his own time which is cool seeing him like try to get back but uh the one of the first games i worked uh i was on the field during the national anthem mm -hmm. um with like a camera or something uh, and i was just standing there uh like in front of the paw sox dugout like on the dirt and then dustin Bajora came out and stood like right next to me during the national no anthem. way <laughs> Yeah, no, Dude, I was like, oh my god, so I was freaking out. I mean, he was like smaller than me though, so it was like kind of weird. But I mean, I mean yeah, dude, I would. Just, dude, I, I, was, I don't know what I would do, bro. I was pretty starstruck. That was like my first starstruck moment. I was like, oh my god. Uh, I was like, hold other, like for the whole. Yeah, <laughs> have you had any other like starstruck moments since then, or is that like the biggest one? Like no one could really top Dustin Pedroia. Uh, we had Chris Sale in in Worcester last year. Okay. Um, but the thing is, I was at the first time, like with Pedrora, I was only 18 and I was like an in intern. So that was definitely like, I was freaking out a little bit yeah, inside. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. this past, yeah. So last summer, uh, Chris Sale was, was with us uh, quite a bit, actually. Uh, he only started one game, but he was in Worcester a lot, just training and working out, trying to get back. Uh, and the first day I saw him there, he was just like on the field running laps during BP and stuff. Yeah. And I had a camera, and I was pretty nervous. I was like, oh, my God, that's Chris Hale, you know. Uh, but he, he was, like, running laps. He saw me with the camera, and then he flashed me. He, like, lifted up his shirt. Does and, like, he have nipple piercings? 
Dude, I don't remember. I wish no, I because that's a rumor. I it's like a nipple or belly button piercing. Like everyone says, Chris Sale has one of those. Wait, I would I wouldn't be shocked. Uh, <laughs> that was that was something though, because I was like, all right, he's just a dude. That's so Yeah, I was like, uh, uh, I didn't get a phone because I had a big lens and he was like right in front of me. But like, uh, okay. that was pretty weird. That was kind of sick. Uh, and then after that, you know, like. I was kind of just chill. Like I would say hi to him when he walked by. He would say hi to me, and, and like the 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 day that he was supposed to start for us, or the, the day that he did start for us, I was um in like the tunnel under where like like by where the clubhouse is, like you know behind the scenes area. And I was waiting yeah. for Chris to show up to get a photo of him like showing up in street clothes. Um, and then I was like waiting for like an hour, and then I got up from my seat for like a minute, and of course that was when he That's showed funny, up. Yeah. So I, so I was like out of position, but we were in the hallway together, like just the two of us when he was like arriving on his rehab day. And like, he just like walked by me in the hallway and it was just the two of us in the hallway. And we just kind of looked at each other and said, good morning. You know, I said, good morning back. <laughs> I was like, That's still so sick, dude. I mean, I don't know what I would do, man. If I saw Chris Sale just right in front of me, I would probably just freeze. I'd be like, yeah, but that was kind of crazy, but I don't really get starstruck anymore. I don't know. Like, Oh, uh, big dog. We have, we have, we don't have like I don't know. We haven't had a real re- big rehab guy this season. Uh, think like knock on wood. You don't really want that to happen, I guess. But no, we'll no, have no. sale back. Uh, we'll have sale again uh, potentially in like two weeks. So if he if he comes back quickly, uh, so I'll see him again, which will be cool. Yeah. Did you see a uh, Kike last year? Yeah, we got Kike. Um, that was pretty sick. <laughs> I got a cool photo of him, but uh, we that was like when COVID was still pretty strong, so I couldn't really get too close to the guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it'd be it'd definitely be a lot different this time around. Like if we had Kike again, I'm sure he'd be like super cool to like. I'd probably try to say hi to him. You know, he seems nice. So speaking of nice, who is like one of the nicest like minor league or major league guys you've met? Big like a photographer and now head of social media. Oh yeah, Um, Ryan Fitzgerald. He's like he's my guy, Fitzy. He's my guy. Uh, if you're a Sox fan, you probably know who he is just based yeah. off of the 2022 spring training. Like, yeah, an unreal spring. Um, and you know, Kevin Euclid <laughs> would like go Fitzy every time he home run. But yeah. Fitzy's the man. Uh, we like he came up with to uh, Worcester last year, like in the middle of the season, and uh, he got my attention immediately because he has a sick mullet. And I was like, he definitely played hockey growing up. I could just tell because of his hair. Yeah. And then uh, one day I was wearing like a Harper Whalers hat. And he like noticed it and like said sick hat. And I was like, all right, so he's a hockey guy. And then, uh, so we kind of like, I don't know, we were like friendly at that point. But then this off season, um, he like DM'd me one time just about hockey. I basically, I put up a video on like my Instagram story about my like life growing up about hockey. And then he ended up watching it. It was like a short film that I made. Was that the uh, pond, the pond hockey one? Yeah, yeah. So that was just like a, a short film I made, and then he ended up watching it and like DMing me about it, which was like crazy. No uh, and yeah, and we had like a good chat about like our growing up playing pond hockey. And I was like, all right, this guy's the man. Like he's just a dude. He's like, just like a hockey guy. Like we had that in common. And then you know, once I got to Worcester for the season, uh, you know, he always says hi to me, and like he follows me on TikTok now. No <laughs> like, way. Weird. Super weird, like. We're just like friends now, I guess. Uh, I really. Well, I mean, I know his shop. TikTok's super famous. Yeah, yeah. He's so he's really into like the social media stuff. So I think he like we kind of have a lot of things to talk about, which is cool. 
Yeah, in terms of social media. Yeah, he, we're landing on Lansdowne. We're huge fans of Ryan Fitzgerald. At least I am because, like, I don't see why not he's up there. Yeah, I see, I see yeah. Duran getting pulled up, but, like, Fitzy hasn't gotten a chance yet. And in spring training, I think he – you think he'll get a chance this year? Yeah, he proved it. Like, he I, can't do I, anything else. I think he'll get a shot this year, especially, like, maybe second half. Um, he's been playing a lot of first base for Worcester now. So okay. uh, that'll help him a lot. Like, he's, he can play anywhere now. I mean, he, he's – normally he's, like, a, an infielder, like, second, short, third. Uh, but he can yeah, play outfield. Yeah, like a huge UT guy. Yeah, now he can play first. He's, you know, he's a lot like kind of Brock Holt. Uh, so, uh, camera, camera. I'm getting like a phone call. Oh no! How do I end it? Uh, I don't uh, know. We could, we could wait. I mean, I, I edited this. I knew. We gotta wait you, it out. You, I, I was wait. I mean, you can still hear me, right? Are we good? Yeah, no, no, I can, I can still hear you. But I mean, I, I edited it anyway, so you just cut the part off. Uh, anyways, yeah. Um. I think Fitzy will get a shot. Like he, he's been hitting the ball, uh, and you know he can play anywhere, which will help him out a lot. There we go. Yeah, I'm back. Uh, yeah, the fact that he can play at first base is huge. Uh, yeah, I, I, I seriously think if there's an injury, you can get it. God yeah. damn it, bro! Dude, you're just focus. popular, bro. God damn! <laughs> Ignore. There. All right. All right. So uh, now. Let me know what your favorite part about your job is. Getting to watch baseball every day, easily. I mean, that's like, the, I mean, I, that's kind of the dream, man. You're on the field every day, like you pay, yeah, you get paid I feel to like, be there. Yeah, it's sick. I mean, I, I, I already miss playing, obviously. Yeah. Uh, and I think the fact that I'm on a out of base like i'm on the on a baseball field every day like i'm next i'm basically in the dugout i'm right next to the dugout uh getting to be in that position every day like makes the move away from playing a lot easier, a lot easier i think yeah. and, uh, and then i get to watch baseball every day and like i don't know it's kind of like if i were talking to like five-year-old brian like he'd probably think it's like the sixth thing <laughs> like uh buddy you didn't make it to the big leagues but like you get to watch baseball every day for a job like and you yeah, have to like take, I don't know. It's, it's just like the fact that I get to watch baseball all the time. It's so yeah. nice. I mean, I, dude, I don't think there's anything better because I don't know what I'm going to do when I'm done playing baseball. Like, I, <laughs> I'm probably going to go off the deep end or something unless I'm like in baseball doing something with it. Get a job in sports, man. Until like people, I don't know, people get scared of it because they don't want to like ruin sports for themselves, which I get. Like, if you I, get it, sports, I get it, I get it. But if you find like something within sports that like you actually really enjoy, I don't know. I feel like it, like it balances out fine. Yeah. So, I mean, you got any advice for like younger kids watching this? Who knows? Hopefully. I mean, we get like 12 years, that'd be sick, but <laughs> you got any advice? So like if someone wants to, you know, be in your position one day. Yeah. Uh, I'd probably like, obviously for like the photography stuff, that's us like really expensive. But if you can save up just to get like one good camera and a good lens, just that'll like that, that's just what you need something to start off with photography. It's just one of those yeah. hobbies. But uh, uh, just like in, on, a, on a photography aspect, just like once you get that stuff, just like just keep shooting and like you'll you'll get better. Because I wasn't yeah. very good. Like I don't. I only started like maybe like a year ago. 
I did some photography before, but like last year it was the first time I really tried. Wait, uh, really? Yeah. Dude, like the, the, the stuff that you do, I thought you've been doing it like since you were a senior in high school. I thought you've been doing that entire time. Uh, I always wanted to, but I, 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 I just never had a camera because they're so expensive. They man. are like, super expensive. Uh, so I always was interested in it, but uh, last year, like last, yeah, junior year in the, in the spring, I took a, a photography class at Emerson and that like that helped me out a lot i guess but uh then that that was when i was like you know i'm just gonna like start taking more photos and like bring it bring the camera to our baseball games and like yeah. try to do that yeah. and then like i wasn't yeah and i wasn't even supposed to do it at the woof socks i just started doing it because i wanted to so uh yeah i guess that that's a good piece of it it's just like take initiative and like jump at things especially when you're younger and like even if you're just an intern i don't know people like take people like people who take initiative yeah. especially in the workplace and people don't want to have to tell people like what to do uh and i think a reason i've gotten to the position i have at the woo Sox is because i just kind of like came in confident and was like yeah i'll just figure it out like i'll just like I'll, like the program i didn't know what the hell i was doing in the first yeah time. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah like kind of fake it till you make it just like give it a shot i don't know if you do a crappy job, someone will tell you, and then you improve. You know what I mean? Like, you don't really have much to lose. So it's just, like, just kind of throw yourself in. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right, what are your future goals after your – maybe – are you going to stay in Worcester your entire life, or what do you want to do? I hope not. <laughs> uh, the goal is to work for the Red Sox or the Bruins, obviously. Those are my two teams. Yeah. Uh, some exciting news on the forefront, like a very recent development is – uh. I got a connection with the Bruins now, uh, and the guy who is in charge of their creative department sent me an email this morning, and he wants to meet no up. No way, dude. <laughs> yeah, uh, that was literally this morning I got the email. Uh, the Woo Sox broadcaster set me up with him because they met a few a few days ago. Like, yeah, he met yeah, the yeah. guy. Uh, just connections, you know, and networking. So uh, the goal is to work for the Bruins, and uh, I got I to gotta, I gotta respond to that email. <laughs> you know? dude yeah get on that bro that's dude that is fucking awesome man i'm fucking happy yeah. for you dude yeah i don't know I don't, it probably won't lead to a job like at all at least like a networking chance you know yeah ne you never know if you send it out and then he's like hey buddy we'd love to have you and then you're there dude yeah yeah i didn't really expect that to happen and it just kind of like unfolded through in the past week so who knows yeah, yeah dude i can't believe bruce cassidy just got fired i like yeah dude I uh, I have a little insider scoop for you. My right. friend who works, my friend who works for Bleacher Report, sent me a DM or a screenshot of her DM with some other person, and who had like more of an inside scoop, I guess. I don't know, but essentially, uh, Patrice Bergeron is the reason Coach Cassie got fired. Why? He, he said he said he wasn't coming back if if Cassie, Cassie. wasn't gone. Yeah, and I guess uh, there had been a lot of times where Coach Cassidy was too hard on younger players, which would explain why we haven't been able to develop oh, our young yeah. guys. Coach, and he's too hard on them. And you know, every guy, every young guy who's come in under him, they usually come in for like they have like one good game, and then they start making mistakes, and they probably get yelled at, and they get nervous, and then they fail ultimately. Yeah. Um, I guess I guess like one practice, like one time Bergeron like yelled at coach for like he said like shut the fuck up because he was getting too hard on the younger guys. Yeah. That's just like the that's like the the rumor scoop I got. Dude, I that's got to be like 
incredibly hard because hockey guys are fucking tough, bro. Yeah, man. I've I yeah, I've heard this from multiple people. Like aside from this one source I just referenced, like my friend, my buddy Tim, like he knows people within who have worked who have been under uh, Cassie before or, or just around the league and like uh, like Donato, for example, Brian Donato. Yeah. Uh, he's a local guy. I like went to school with him and like he obviously like didn't do well in Boston and a big part of it was because he didn't like Coach Cassidy and like I'm sure that probably just ranges across all the younger guys that Bruins have had so uh it kind of I don't know it kind of sucks because I'd, I'd prefer Sweeney to be gone because I think our drafting has just been abysmal yeah uh I don't I'm curious I really have no idea like I'm curious who they'll bring in yeah uh, this, this upcoming season is going to be so strange and we don't even know if Bergeron's officially back yet and like who knows maybe David Krejci will come back yet now we'll come back I've heard those rumors yeah man yeah like dude, if, if Bruce is gone maybe Krejci didn't like him and maybe he'll come back who knows like maybe they'll bring back Claude Julian from the 2011 Bruins I think he's yeah. available too like there's so many funny things that could happen so yeah but I mean the thing Julian, is like he's had know. yeah he's had just such like proven success though that's why it's like was he it's really so, that I, much of a dick? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's, he's, it's, it's so weird. We have, we've had good teams, but like, man, we made the playoffs most, like, most like every years. year. Every year he's been the yeah. coach, right? Yeah. Every year we I'm went to the once. cup. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I guess our standard is pretty high. Like, we yeah, want to win the cup every year. But, I think, like, I think still, that was, still, there go they're still, those are still like solid years, you know what I mean? Yeah, I but like I think that 2020 year, it's the COVID year. You kind of watched that. I feel like it was a normal year. They didn't have that big long break. Like bees are winning that whole thing. Yeah, man. I can't. I'm still not over 2019. There's so many like uh, this whole area of the whole era of the Bruins. Like in the past like five six years, like they really should have had another cup, and it sucks. Yeah, it does suck. <laughs> But hey, the Seas might get a championship, dude. Even though I don't really care about basketball. Honestly, yeah, I don't give a shit. But <laughs> yeah, I really don't. Like, I feel bad, bro. I've been like a lifelong Celtics fan, but I don't know, dude. The NBA is just yeah. kind of like, eh, to watch. I just, yeah, I, I don't get like super into it. But it'd be cool if they won. I mean, uh, yeah, like the Braves. The one team. Yeah, they haven't done it in a while. It's too bad about your Panthers, bro. Don't but, get me uh, started. They Do just not. And then, you know, I'm an Oilers fan too, so I I just went through it with the Oilers again. How are you an Oilers fan? I used to root for them out of pity when the, when I was like a like a 13 year old. Yeah, I would always have, I, I would play. Well, first of all, I'd be playing like NHL the video games, and my, I would always play with the Oilers because I just played as like shit teams for fun. Yeah, uh, yeah. But I became, but I kind of became like an Oilers fan as asked my like secondary team, and this was before McDavid, obviously. And then they like. Now they're finally like good, so I kind of like root for them still, but like yeah. I don't know. No, they they got I, their ass I was pissed that they got swept. That was so yeah. lame. I would I just want to see McDavid like in the Cup final or something. That'd be sick because he yeah. is just I'm, unreal. I think we'll get there. It, it was time for McKinnon and that crew to get one. Yeah, exactly. Because they they've been dominating this entire year. You know, yeah. so are the Panthers, but I don't know. What the yeah. Fuck that was just the most embarrassing thing. Like I went, it's just, it's just Tampa. Like if they got swept by like Carolina or something, eh, fuck Carolina, but like, eh, but 
but Tampa, dude, like we are the little brothers to Tampa. It's yeah. the worst thing ever. That's stuff. That stinks. Like yeah. <laughs> I, plus, we're all, we're all rooting against Tampa right now. Any, anybody but Tampa for me. Like, I hope the Rangers take care of them, and then I can just enjoy the finals and not care who wins. Yeah, but I don't like the Rangers either, bro. It's New York. I was grown up. I was raised <laughs> to, like, hate New York teams, bro. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't really mind the Rangers, to be honest. Really? Yeah, I think I just – I mean, I don't think of them as, like – Like rivals? That, bad but i don't know i don't i just don't think of them as a rifle of the bruins that much i guess they're in a different division and like we don't really run into them that much in the playoffs i don't know i kind of like uh i i was a big henrik lundquist guy so maybe that's why okay yeah, Even yeah, yeah, yeah. he's not on the team anymore and i wish they i wish they won in 2014 so he could have got a cup there but uh i wouldn't like hate seeing the rangers do it honestly but like i think best case for me right now is the avalanche yeah me too because yeah. McKinnon and that whole squad, they're unreal. And Bobby Poe wouldn't be going crazy. Because mm-hmm. I got to deal with him next year. And if the Rangers win, uh, the amount of shit I'm going to get from him is going to be ridiculous. God damn it. Yeah. That would be a terrible time. I'd probably punch him in the face if he said anything to me. <laughs> I don't think he's ever brought up the, the Rangers once to me. So No, no he, he brings it up all the time. He makes sure he sends me a Snapchat whenever – they beat the Lightning. They're like, yo, let's go to the Panthers, bro. They couldn't do it, and the Rangers done it twice. I'm like, Poe, don't get me started, buddy. Oh do my not God. get All me. Right. All right, Poe. Fucking God. Yeah. All right, Cindy, <laughs> you want to say anything else, buddy? Uh, I saw Vino today. <laughs> you did? No way. Where did you see Vino? I saw him on campus. I was returning some baseball pants, and I, I just oh, had a bunch right. of extra baseball stuff, and I was just, like, donating to the team. But, yeah. He, he wanted to get beers, and I was like, I got shit to do, Vino. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. dude. Oh, yeah. I miss, I miss there is an alum, there's an alumni baseball game, though, in the fall. I'm definitely going to be out there for that. There, that's an actual thing? <laughs> yeah. Is, is it new this year, or like? I don't know. It's just a Emerson baseball alumni baseball game. Yeah. Sweet, dude. I mean, I'll obviously be watching, but like, damn. Yeah. Are you down in Florida? Yeah, man. I'm in Florida for the rest of the summer. Uh, see, I got like a little tan back. It's great. I'm in a tank top. Yeah, yeah. You know, I had to wear sleeves all summer. Um, but it does rain every single day at two o'clock sharp. Ah. Yeah. So that's Probably it's bad. Huh? Probably feels kind of nice. It hasn't rained up here in a while. Yeah. No, it, it, it rains every single day at two o'clock and it kind of sucks because you're driving home wherever and just the turnpike's flooded. Everything's flooded. So yeah, yeah. yeah. that's unfortunate. Uh, it is unfortunate, but Hey, I'm here working out, dude. I got a whoop band, whatever these things are. Oh, yeah. It measures like, like the strain of my muscles, um, sleep recovery, it's it's pretty sick, dude. It even, it even tracks like how much alcohol you drink and all that. So, damn. Yeah, I know, dude. It's like thirty bucks oh, a month. Great. Oh, yo, Horn had it. <laughs> Horn's the one that like gave it a, or like told me to get it. That's it. That does seem like a Horn thing. I saw him today too. He was in the office. Yeah, I fucking love that guy. I texted him literally yesterday. I was like, hey, I got it. So, and then I te- I also text Carrillo every day because we're trying to just recruit kids to come to Emerson. Oh uh, yeah. Well, that's good. Somebody has to do it. I know. <laughs> I was telling, like, I worked the gate of this one tournament, 
and there was just a bunch of parents and I was like I haven't seen your kid play but he would be amazing at Emerson <laughs> buddy bring him in bring him in buddy we just we need, a, need a winning <laughs> we, record we need something dude hopefully we'll get something I mean everyone's putting in work but yeah, yeah. so we'll see I'm, but dude I'm, I appreciate uh, you so much man for doing this yeah thanks for having me on dude that was yeah, 30 minutes look at that we just chat. I know. Hey, it was uh, perfect. Perfect timing. So, all right, dude. Appreciate you, buddy. Have Thanks, fun bro. moving in. Thanks for having me on, bro. Yeah, of yeah. course. Anytime, man. Yeah. Stay safe out in Florida. Yeah, stay hey, safe up in uh up in Worcester. Oh, dude. Yeah, wow. I got to upgrade to a 40-minute time limit. Damn. All right, sick. <laughs> all right. Later, buddy. Oh.